for English, press 1. For Stan and Bruce, press 2. Thank you for pressing 2. And now, here are your hosts, Stan and Bruce. Welcome to episode 55 of the Press 2 Podcast. How's it going, Bruce? Woo, welcome. Uh, it's going good. I just got back from acupuncture and a chiropractor appointment, so... You are I such am... a privileged bitch right now. No, it's just self-care yes, Saturday. Are. Yeah, your self-care shit. Yeah. Is... Well, my insurance oh. covers it. <laughs> oh, he has insurance, ladies. I do. <laughs> I have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, how are you? I'm okay. You're okay. What's yeah. wrong? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's get into pop topics, shall we? Okay. Okay, so first on the list is Tesla, because apparently Tesla is not as progressive as they say they are, or at least as they try to make themselves out to be as a company. This week, an ex-Tesla worker spoke out after he won 100 37, that's a 137, nine figures, $137 million in a lawsuit that he filed against Tesla back in 2017. The lawsuit cited a hostile work environment that included swastikas and racist graffiti on bathroom stalls. Coworkers told, his last name was Diaz, coworkers told him, go back to Africa Ethnic slurs were heard routinely like normal day language. Diaz said that Tesla decided not to follow through. They decided to kill all investigations. And he says that Tesla as a company needs to wake up and says that you cannot be treating your workers like this. So the, this DS guy, I forgot his first name. I just wrote his last name down. But he was <laughs> hired. I'm sorry. He was hired as a contractor, as a, as an elevator operator at their factory, at the Tesla factory factory in Fremont, California. And he worked there from June 2015 for a little over a year until July 2016. And he claimed that he was constantly called the N-word while working there. Um, the supervisors failed to stop the abuse after he complained. He left the company four years ago, filed the lawsuit in October of 2017 and claimed that Tesla's progressive image was a facade papering over its regressive, demeaning treatment of African-American employees. And in an internal email to employees, Valerie Workman, who is Tesla's vice president of people, said that Tesla of 2015 and 2016 is not the same Tesla as it is today. And she also made some controversial statements in this email, something about saying that it was understood that the use of the N word was in a playful way or Girl. something. How yeah. She said, so in, at the same time, so right there, she's still not really taking full, you know, responsibility, responsibility for the actions of her yeah. employees. How are you going to say that um, was a playful way? Like, I don't know. She just said they heard that it was a playful banter, similar to the ways that African-Americans call each other that word or something. She used girl. It was. Mm? And then she said, um, oh, yeah, that was it. That's all we needed to know from her. And then like, so this is the first this is not I want to say this is not the first time that Tesla has faced claims of racist, hostile work environments. And they um, they have a similar court um, in the Alameda County Court that is still pending. A civil rights action lawsuit is against them right now in the million dollar range. Um, in August, uh, a court ruled that Tesla must pay a million dollar fine to the case of Melvin Berry, a former black employee who was allegedly subjected for years to racial insults from his colleagues. Tesla denied all claims, of course. Tesla employees are bound by mandatory arbitration contracts when they start their job, preventing them from suing the company. But apparently when Diaz got hired, they forgot to somehow get him that document. So he never signed it. So lawsuits were open and that's how he managed to break a lawsuit and win. Probably the largest lawsuit they've lost, $137 million over some shit like this, I should say. Hmm. Makes you think twice wow. now when you see those Teslas on the road. <laughs> knowing that some racist built it 
<laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. And I mean, Tesla's in the news because they, uh, I guess it was announced that they are moving their headquarters to Austin. Yeah, Austin, which is so weird. And all of a sudden they're moving to. And then no, it's actually not weird because if you really think about it, doing the whole debacle that happened last year with you guys losing power, shitting in toilets. Like instead of water, using bags and okay, that was a certain population. I was not part of those people. Just want <laughs> yes, you guys but to know that. like you, you know the you, issues you that not label us all. I am not labeling you guys. I'm just mentioning the selective not all ones of us were that were that on Facebook complaining about how <laughs> it was the end of the world. They couldn't get to HEV. Oh, wait a minute now calm down Bruce we have a lot of listeners here in the Houston area in the South Texas area I am not saying anything H-E-B. so you I were love targeting H-E-B. I love HEV but you I were don't like targeting Kroger. us so calm down I wasn't down. targeting you guys calm I'm down just, okay calm down Chicago <sighs> bitch I'm from Chicago uh, no so anyway it makes sense for them to move to Austin because if you really think about it like Elon Man Musk can probably sell um the electric, like the solar electric power and all that stuff to those people, because it's like, remember what happened that one time that you guys got an ice storm or that summer you guys had no electricity or where under a ele- electric um, supply thing that they do where they do the, the shutoffs. So it's actually kind of smart if you really think about it. I mean, it is kind of because um, some people were saying those are his exact reasons for moving. I think have those are the high some taxes of them, in California, probably, and, but and the business um, restrictions in California. Yeah, but no, if Texas you really think about it, business. yeah, but then people were saying like all of the controversial issues that are going. So, for example, like the um, the abortion bill that just went into effect. I know. How dare uh, he come here after that? I mean, <laughs> but now I mean, with this lawsuit. <laughs> I see exactly. That. So it's like everyone's <laughs> just <laughs> trash. Um, so the we're last all just time I bought a Tesla, my God, never again. <laughs> Do you have a Tesla? No, I have a few friends with them though, and I just, I'm just like, I, I kind of wanted to like tell one of them and be like, um, you support racism. Not I know, right? Today, like, <laughs> but I mean, if you really think about it, like. Every company has been in some sort of issue. Like, can you think of a company that has not been in the news? I'm just surprised. No. Well, the thing about this is this is uh, where this is 2015 was not that long ago. It's just they're trying to make it seem like it was decades ago. Homegirl and her little letter talking about they're not the same. They've come a long way in the last. Oh, the the last five years, six years, you've come a long way. Okay, but like, I'm just saying if they did something about it at this point, you should be doing something. Right, these people rather ignore than trying to like gaslight or you know deflecting. what I mean? Yeah, you, you know, and she still doesn't get it. It's 2021, and she still doesn't get it in her letter to the. So I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, in a way, you would think that you know because California is so progressive. I mean, actually, not really because California is one of the states where you can legally marry your first cousin. Surprisingly. Um, that's kind of progressive you know a lot of people girl, shun on that. i mean the <laughs> <laughs> baby's gonna come out weird but <laughs> um yeah i it, to i guess his name is owen by the way owen diaz owen um, that's right i could yeah. not because i, I would have called him uh, owen to what owen was saying is that it's just a facade i'm not surprised because most companies i mean you know at that kind, yeah, we're, I'm surprised. I'm surprised I'm that surprised. he, I'm surprised that people, he dealt with all of this and nobody did anything. Oh, I'm surprised that he did too. Like, like go back to Africa, swastikas. And then when you report it, it's getting swept under the rug. Come on. Yeah. No. I mean, and then like, especially a company of their, with their st- name on it, you would think yeah. they would be afraid of this getting out. And the fact that they had like this, culture of racism going through well, the factory. Well, not only that, but I also mean, the contract that they make him sign, that there's no... Um, yeah, that they can't sue, but which he didn't sign. Right, so... Because they forgot to give it to him or something. Somehow they slipped and messed that one up. <laughs> well, it was meant to happen, so good for him. And Yeah, he has a son, so now him and his son are, like, low. Yeah. And Tesla do better. Yeah. Or, I mean, 
don't. Because all the other car makers are getting electric cars, honey. And you increasing yeah. the price of the Model S when you haven't done anything and it still looks like a car from 2008. Come on. It's like an iPhone. <laughs> the new oh. versions come out and it's still the oh same God. thing. <laughs> no, this is like ridiculous though. 80, they've increased the base price of the Model S. It's like nearly $100,000 now. And they're probably and they haven't done it anything. because of the cost of the products. You can, you know what you can get for a hundred thousand? You can go buy you an electric fucking $400,000. I could buy a mansion in a third world country and retire. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you made me lose my same train of thought, but whatever. <laughs> I was trying to think of the car, but what I'm saying is that a lot more car companies are making electric cars yeah. and they are catering to the Tesla income bracket. So Tesla, you are not the only ones out there anymore. I think okay? I was reading and that there's actually an electric G wagon on the way. So deal with that Tesla mm. G wagon, G wagon. I was reading that. I think it was to their Chevrolet or one of those companies that they it's are those going car companies yeah they're <laughs> gonna go fully electric by like 2026 oh yeah or it is chevy isn't it is, is that, that chevy? Is chevy or is it I, it's not ford i've I never owned one of those cars so i don't know um <laughs> uh they're good dependable cars <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the Chevy Volt like start this or was it the Prius? Which one was first? Because they came out around the same time. The Chevy I think Volt it was a lot Prius, more expensive though. Wasn't it? Let's see. The Chevy Who Volt came? was expensive when it came out. I don't know if it's still caught, but I remember the Chevy Volt being like $40,000 and that was kind of high for a compact. But I think at that time, it was like one of the first electric. It was around the same time when Prius. This was like, what, 20 years ago? When did the Volt come out? The pe- Tesla So actually, out, the General okay. Motor... The- General General Motors EV1 was an electric car produced and leased by General Motors from 1996 to 1999. So it was the first ever mass produced and purpose designed electric vehicle in the modern era from a major automaker and the first GM car designed to be electric vehicle from the outset. So, so the Volt was the second GM? Isn't Chevy GM or is no? Who's General I Motors? Have, That's like uh, General Motors is like um, Buick. No, there's a whole bunch of them. It's like. I used to know all this and then. General I Motors. Don't. I used to know all this in the 90s when they were like popping. General when Motors. There were less cars. Like, <laughs> remember? I don't know. This is not car talk. So let's move on. Lady Lohan. <laughs> As a podcast coming out and her podcast, she just inked a deal like her first podcasting deal promising, quote, intimate conversations with friends and her guests. Her deal is with Studio 71. Huh? Promising what kind of conversations? Intimate, honey. Intimate. Um, Okay. Mm, Studio 71 will premiere. Uh, the deal is through Studio 71 and I almost said 54. <laughs> and it will premiere later this year. So her podcast is going to come out either late this year or sometime early 20,000, 20,000, early 2022. God, 2022. Today. <laughs> I can see her partying um, at Studio 54, though. So. Oh, duh. She definitely would have been there. I'm surprised her mom was. I wonder what's her mom. I got to go Google because, you know, Justin Trudeau's mom was there. Trudeau. Trudeau. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not French. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was there. Her mom was there. there uh, there's pictures of her dancing. Really? Right away. Yeah. And, and then Homegirl. Yeah. You know that book I bought, that coffee table book, the Studio 54 by Ian, the founder. He, you know, he released mm-hmm. a book, the founder. He put all of his photos and everything that he had in this book is his book yeah so she's in there dancing like with her eyes closed and her hair like flowing she and her hands in the air her yeah like it's just so cool to see it because carbs. they put is it her name margaret or something i think so margaret true Mark Margaret Trudeau. yeah and you know homegirl was just like uh home uh oh, i mean you're gonna talk about him our previous or, uh, Tangerine in Chief was on there talking about her recently this week or last week saying that she had slept with like I don't know yeah he was like trying yeah, to slut shame her I guess absolutely nothing it he says. was trying to slut shame so. her but whatever anyways Britney Spears 
Please. She thanked her fans. Britney Spears thanked her fans this week, particularly the Free Britney movement. And she said in her quote, Free Britney movement, I have no words. Because of you guys and your constant resilience in freeing me from my conservatorship, my life is now in that direction. I cried last night for two hours because my fans are the best and I know it. End quote. Later this week, in a separate post, she thanked her attorney, Matthew Rosengart, for, quote, changing her life, end quote. While blasting her family in a post made on Instagram, she also says this picture. Okay, so she posted this picture and there was this girl laying in the bed and there was like this angel looking figure like flying over, watching, kind of like trying to like almost like save her. But this is woman on her back in distress. You know what I'm talking about? If you're a Britney fan, you saw the picture. Well, in the caption of that picture, she says, this picture is everything to me. It makes me want to cry. She's saving her divine feminine sister. And then she says that I suggest you all. No, she goes, I I suggest if you have a friend that's been in a house that feels really small for four months, no car, no phone, no door for privacy, and they have to work around 10 hours and seven days, 10 hours a day, seven days a week and give tons of blood weekly with never a day off. I strongly suggest you go pick up your friend and get them the hell out of there. If you're like my family who says things like, sorry, you're in a conservatorship, probably thinking you're different so they can fuck with you. Oh, that was okay. Yeah, uh, none of this makes sense. (laughs) So, okay, well, good for her. I mean, she's free. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, but, you know, I mean, (laughs) I just take her social media posts with a grain of salt. So until she does like an interview, then I'll believe. Or not believe, but I will pay more attention to it than her post. That's just a personal opinion, though. But I'm glad she's doing better. And she's free. Um, I hate her. Good for her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you know that little, um, you know that, um, what is this? What does he do? Uh, Makeup influencer, Bretman Rock, that has the MTV show. Yeah, I haven't watched any of the show. I haven't either, but I feel like he's out of my, like, age group. So I shouldn't be watching him. <laughs> he's like 23 <laughs> years old. Um, the beauty influencer. He is going to be the first openly gay man to star in the cover of Playboy magazine. He is one of few men to ever wear the Playboy ears, including actors Ezra Miller, Paul Rudd. And he's um, he's also following in the footsteps of Bad Bunny, who last year made history in July as the magazine's first male cover star, not being Hugh Hefner. Now, I will say that, and this is no shade at all. I just wonder, and it has nothing to do with Bretman. It's even Bad Bunny. I just wonder would these men ever have been on the cover of this magazine if he was still running the magazine. He's not here to control any, you know, his own magazine, but I just doubt that's the direction Hugh Hefner would want Playboy to go, having men, period, straight or gay, on his magazine cover. It just made me think about that when I read it, because a lot of people were upset that Bretman was on it. A lot of mostly straight men, obviously. And Bretman posted a Bretman's photos, though. Pretty good. I I thought that. I mean, they were good photos. I'm not they were really good photos. And so uh, he posted his cover photos on his Instagram. And he also said on a caption of one of his photos, the baddest bunny posting to piss off more straight men if you're pissed because i turn you on say that geez <laughs> i thought that was funny <laughs> because i can imagine the comments on playboy's instagram page under because playboy posted his cover on their instagram yeah so you can imagine what those comments were like i didn't even want to even deal with them so i didn't even open them up i just saw lots of comments and said i'm not reading that i decided to go to bretman's instagram instead because I figured his comments would be a lot more positive and I would rather see that <laughs> thoughts, comments, suggestions, questions. Good for Bretman. I like Bretman. You know, he's a self starter. He started, you know, on the internet and just kind of worked his way up and he's worked hard for what he has. And so, um, good for him. Also, uh, Gia Gunn was on part of that cover, um, on Playboy, the digital. Uh, digital cover for Playboy. So I think they were trying to do a sort of um the same open. cover as Brett. Uh yeah. it was part of it. So it was some part of the shoot um that they did. 
and I think there was some um, some other influencers. Um, but yeah, to your oh, so point, maybe they I, had like, like a they had like a thing inside the magazine. Yeah. So to your point, who knows if you would have allowed that? That's I don't think that's so. a good, but probably not. Just kind of from what well, people it takes have away said from about him. Yeah, I've heard things about him too, but yeah. then just from the history of the magazine, I mean, he never had any man on the cover of that magazine. So, like, straight, gay, doesn't matter. So, I just really, I don't think any of those people, Bad Bunny included, I don't think any of them probably would have got the cover. And just, I just wonder what, what, um, he but it's a think. digital cover. It's not the printed out cover. I mean, but still, you know, like, that's, I wonder which one is seen more, the printout or the digital at this point. Well, who got the printout? Isn't it the same? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I could be wrong though. Um, I can look it over because they made no distinguish. Most of the news outlets didn't distinguish it as a separate cover, so I don't know. But are you still looking? Or yeah. You want to move on to Squid Game? Yeah. So, you know, have you watched that, the show I'm not yeah. watching? Did you, you started watching it? <laughs> I finished it on one day. <laughs> Ew. I cannot. Well, apparently Netflix has to go back and edit um, the show. They have to go back oh, and why? edit out a phone number from the series after a woman said she was deluged by calls to her mobile phone. The woman said that the number actually came through to her phone and she has been inundated with requests to play the game. So apparently in the show, there's a number that you call to play that number showed up in the thing. And people of course have actually been calling the number and this number is going to a number that belongs to someone. And so she told the local media that she has been receiving thousands of text messages and calls to her phone to point that to the point that it's hard <laughs> for her to go on with her daily life. She's actually upset. I think something about she's claiming um, emotional distress. I would too. Um, sure. This is a number that she has had for over 10 years. She said that she didn't know why she was getting all of these messages until a friend told her, girl, your number on a TV show. <laughs> and then she reported to have rejected compensation offers, which I think she could have. Netflix only tried to compensate her 5 million won, which is equivalent uh, to $4,178. And uh, that was yeah, a higher, no, that was high. Because at one point earlier in the week, the compensation that they were trying to pay her was like five hundred dollars. Oh hell no! Like, come on. Now, I would sick a lawyer. I think she is. I didn't want to say because I don't know that much about it, but she. I think she is uh, getting legal advice now about this. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think yeah. I know which which phone number. There's there's like two or three phone numbers that they show. Um, but so now Netflix, if you are late to watching it, I don't know when, I don't know if they've done it yet, but I've heard that Netflix is editing the show to remove the phone Netflix. number. Netflix. That's interesting. Yeah. Isn't that cool? You would think that they would check, right? Or they you, would, you make would up think some... they would use an obviously fake number like they do right. over here. 555. Five, five. <laughs> you know, nobody has the number 555-7602. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, yeah, but I binge like watched. I been I binge watched the whole season. Uh, the whole season in one day. I think no, a day and a half. I can't. Just um, too demented. It was okay. Like I figured it out by the second episode, but I still watched it. And towards the end, it was out. like, have you seen that meme? And it's like a drawing of a horse. And towards the beginning, it's really good. And then towards the end, half is just like some half-assed drawing. No. You haven't seen but it? That's the way the show was? Yeah, that's basically it. So, so as you, the more you go through it, the more it starts to um, fall apart. I think towards the last two episodes, it was just like, okay, it's getting redundant and predictable. And so I'm sure they left it sort of on a cliffhanger to where the series could could end on one season, but they left it open for pretty obvious for another season. So it's one of those. Okay. Yeah. Well... Um, I just want to talk about one last thing. Okay. So our dear girl, home girl, home chick, our home chick, Adele, has um, 
she's going to be gracing the cover of Vogue magazine next month for the November issue. And in it, she mentions that she is, this is her quote, fucking disappointed. Fucking disappointed. Let me get me a British accent. Hold on. I'm fucking, I'm fucking disappointed. I don't know how to. You're fucking disappointed, love. Fucking fuck. Fuckity fuck. I'm fucking disappointed in women's reactions. Okay, so she's disappointed in the reaction that women have given her regarding her weight loss. Adele told Vogue that I understand why some women especially were hurt. Visually, I represented a lot of women, but I'm still the same person. And the worst part of this whole thing was that the most brutal comments were being had by other women about my body i was very fucking disappointed with that that hurt my feelings end quote um she said that a lot of people started saying a lot of women all of a sudden she was too skinny she's anorexic like you know the people just are vile and so that's what you can find out more about that in her vogue article but i just want to mention that so that's coming up and well she's um, covering she's on the cover of vogue uh, Did you see her British, covers? British Vogue. And, and then she's going to be on the U.S. US yeah. cover of Vogue. So. And so did you see the shoot for the American cover next month? I think it's a black dress. It's a mini dresses. So it's they did multiple. Okay. So we don't know which one we're going to get. It's like Harper's Bazaar with Beyonce. Good for her. <laughs> I mean, she's releasing new music. Um, yes, I can't her, wait for that. <laughs> it's fall. You know, it's like start crying fall type of thing or like. You know, mm-hmm. fall is whenever we get those sad songs and you're just going through your feelings and you're standing oh. outside and you're looking at the trees and the leaves fall and you're just like, I mm. hate everything and everyone. Mm. And so you go buy a pumpkin spice latte and you feel better about everything. Mm. I am enjoying um, that for you, that journey. How long did it take you. you to finish it? A day. <laughs> I'm so 15, surprised that 15 minutes. I went through that whole life. <laughs> um, no, but good for her. She looks great. I think people are stupid. Um, you know, hero worshiping is unhealthy. Celebrity worshiping is unhealthy. And like what Adele does with her body, it's her choice. And I'm not, I think just people need to get a grip. Like, I don't know. And people don't like it when you have a glow up. I think people just want to have an opinion because nobody wants to listen to them. And that's why. People don't like it when you have a glow up though. Well, she glowed up. She had, I, I, you know, I mean, she, you know, and she did this. She for went her. through a divorce. She didn't do this for you. She, she did this for her. Yeah, yeah. And she probably she, did it to she, be more healthy. I mean, that probably. is a thing. I wonder who these so, women were. I wonder were they American women or British women? Most of them. I mean, she's a world. You know, she's a global. Celebrity, That's why I'm wondering. So. Because you know yeah, the rest of the world, you wonder, the rest like, of the world which, aren't doing this. I'm wondering it's if probably this shit the, came US. From the U.S. The U.S. I can see like being the most, one of the most hateful like countries. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like women in Australia, women in Zimbabwe ain't doing that shit to her. They not on Facebook well, they don't have talking cell about cell phones. They, uh, no, they ooh, do. Ooh, they do. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> oh my god! Even look, the phone hung up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we are done. We're gonna be we canceled. Have been shut down. <laughs> canceled. Oh my god. Dial tone. Oh my god. Somebody was listening and hung us up. Okay. <laughs> That's all I have for pop topics. Um we're gonna try this again. Okay. Because <laughs> last week I don't know if you guys heard it, but we had a drum roll that didn't actually roll. <laughs> and I had to leave it in there because if I had edited it out, it none of the rest of what we said would have made sense. And so I had to leave it in there. But yeah, we're gonna try this again. And we're just not even gonna do a drum roll. You know what? I'm not even gonna mess with it. Because I gotta figure the sounds out, Bruce. I gotta go back to sound school. You gotta figure out your life. Yes, Henny. Tell us, Bruce, what happened? Yes, Queen. <laughs> what happened this week? What happened is what had happened was. Did you watch this? Uh, this uh, the last episode of UK, uh, UK season three. <laughs> Are you living well, your best life, love? Or obviously, whatever, babes, babes. I like how they said babes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So season three, episode three of Drag I've been Race. Watching. Been you've been watching. watching. You've been I know watching. you didn't get a sticker, but if you had gotten one, what would have happened? I would have given you like a gold star. Like, 
one of those gold stars that falls off after five minutes because you start sweating on your forehead type of thing. At least that's what happened with me. Like, <laughs> oh my God, my teacher would give me a gold star and then it would just fall off because I would start sweating. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Um so <laughs> I don't yeah. Know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm just trying to compensate you for watching the latest episode. I did watch. I started watching Drag Race uh UK. So I watched episodes 1, 2 and about every bit of episode 3 last night. Oh, shit. So for the last 5 minutes, um I got really sleepy and I yeah. cut it off. So I don't know. You can go ahead and spoil it, but I don't know who went home. But so what did you think so far of the season? I actually like all of them in their own ways. Um, last week, Bruce was talking and I was I was into the conversation, but I had no idea what he was talking about. And it made more sense when I watched it about like the um, the fat shaming incident with the um, the AFAB queen. Crystal and actually, and I actually like her. I will say that. Three weeks ago when we first talked about it and, you know, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about this woman being a drag She's queen. She's good. I like her. No, what I think why I like her and it didn't bother me anymore was because I knew she came from a place of it wasn't a fad. It wasn't something right. that she just wanted to do because she went to a drag show with her girlfriends one day. You know what I mean? She's yeah. she grew up kind of in that life and she mm-hmm. that's what she knew and i understand and i get it and i i i think she respects the culture and she's not trying to make a mockery of it so for that i will say she is actually i actually like her i hate that she went home so soon Ooh. um but that was episode two Three. I thought you told us that last week. Um, well, I mean, so this episode, um, it was a well, side sorry. Egg. Motherfucker should have watched it like I did. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers ahead, even though the episode's been out probably for like four days by now. But wait, if no, you're living... the second she went home, episode two. Well, she went, she was still there, but she was told that she had to go to the oh, doctor's Oh, yeah, she had office. to go to the doctor. Yeah. And yeah, in episode um, three, they kind of said. Yeah. So on episode three, RuPaul, RuPaul said that. Um, she was unable to compete due to medical advice. Um, well, it'll be another so three she, days by the time she was withdrawn this, so. from the season. It, it uh, but Ruth did say that probably we will see her again. So more than likely she'll be on season Next four. Year. She doesn't yeah. come back. Um, so episode three, it was a great outdoors episode. Um, we see Raven was oh my god the, i didn't even recognize her skin just gets like more brown and brown and darker she and you know there's been like, like some comments girl. about I, that yeah there's been like, some comments she, about that i was like what is she doing well <laughs> i mean you know it looks good i'm not saying that i'm not she's saying always anything. kind of she's always been kind of tan she has like an olive color but she yeah. is dark she like, i just thought it was a black girl on there and i was trying to figure out who was this black queen I was like, oh, who's this new black queen? I don't know about. And then she and I was like looking at facial features because I was like, because I didn't hear her name get announced. So when they brought her out, I honestly didn't know who it was because I didn't hear that part. And so I'm staring and I didn't see Raven's season. So when she was originally on Drag Race, when Homegirl was two years old, um, Crystal, (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't I didn't know I wasn't watching it. Okay, so you didn't watch her original season, the All Star uh-uh. season, or you didn't watch the when her All Star uh, season had to have been early too, right? Because I don't remember. Yeah, it was her one of the. It was the first one. Yeah, I didn't. And she was I wasn't also watching. on Drag You. Did you ever watch Drag You? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, girl. <laughs> yeah, so I just I just know her because I hear her name, but I don't know. I her. have no life, so I know like <laughs> you know everybody. <laughs> Bruce knows every queen. Bruce knows the local queens at your local drags drag uh, show this weekend coming up wherever you live. It doesn't matter. New Hampshire, he knows him. <laughs> He's like, oh, I follow her on Twitter. <laughs> you Probably. know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I met this queen. Oh, yeah, she's from Oregon. Oregon versus with the Oregon queens now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so we see Raven sort of giving them tips about makeup and what to do and what not to do. Um, and then also the guest judge is Nicola Coglin. I guess she's from... Um, that one show, Bridgerton. I haven't watched it. So oh, you haven't watched I, Bridgerton? I have not. Who is she playing Bridgerton? Oh. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, she's part of the judging panel this week. Um, <laughs> so the mini challenge, uh, <laughs> they have to make a profile video for the new dating app Finder. And so, you know, we see 
them making up little <laughs> things. Oh what? my god, that was funny. Hold on, I can't even think of the person's name. If it was, the, <laughs> I don't know. Just go through it. You'll probably say it, and I'll probably. Well, I mean, I, I was just gonna ask you which one did you think it was funnier, but if you can't think, I of can't who think it was, of the person. They. Um, I like uh, I like uh, Kitty Got Claw because it was like this butch like construction worker, and then it had like a really high pitch voice. Yes, <laughs> and yes, then, like, that's what the would one. you say is your best day? And he was like. And she was like, I would say September 26th. April. Oh, April, April 25th. Because it's not too it's not too, it's not too cold. cold. But it was like such a high-pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> it did not fit like the, you know, the That's look. That's it was. Yeah, that, it was that one. That's the one. Oh, okay. Way. I thought that was like the funniest one too. And, you know, she's really good. She's, um, <laughs> she had a moment with Charity Case. I guess Charity Case was opening up to her, sharing some of her information about how at age 18, uh, she, you know, she was in the scene and she became, she contracted HIV and among some other STDs. And they talked about a little bit of education on that and just, uh, what made Charity Case start doing drag. Um, but yes, um, so we see a little bit of that on this episode. Um, the minute, the mini challenge winner was Scarlet Harlot though. So I can't really remember what she did. I think, um, was it yeah, I can't. Was it the shade? Uh, I, I can't remember. But anyway, so she wins and she wins an extra time to pick out things uh, for the main challenge, which is create and showcase an outfit made from camping materials. So it's a two look challenge uh, for the runway. Um, so happy campers and campfire couture. I think. Um, Scarlet Harlot did good. She made that gown that looked like a night evening gown made out of flannel. And it was like light cream. And she looked like Cher, I guess, with a blonde wig. Um, and the other the other outfit it was pretty good. Um, Chorizo Maze. It was like a blue outfit. I was like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, I look like Doradio Explorer going blah, 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 camping. I'm like, no, you look like the cookie monster. Like, Oh, my God. I don't know. Not it was just not a good there. look, a good runway. Um, and we also saw the bottom two. Oh, sorry. The challenge winner was also once again, Scarlet Harlot. So I guess she did really well. Um, the bottom two, Vanity Milan and Veronica Green, which Vanity Milan was in the bottom last episode as well. Um and Veronica Green was the front runner for this season to win because last season she went home, I think at episode four or five, whenever they had to stop taping because of COVID. Um, and she couldn't come back because she had COVID. Yeah. So she had an open invitation to come back to season three. So she came back to season three. Um, she did mention that she didn't really have a lot of money to, um, make some of the outfits and most of the outfits were created from crafts and stuff that she could find or affordable material. Um, so we see Vanity and Veronica lip sync to the song. I've got the music in me by Kiki, the band and Veronica is eliminated, which after this episode, I don't know. I feel like she was not being sincere and maybe Rue saw through the bullshit and was like, nah. so Veronica was eliminated um, and she wrote on the message, the party may be over for me here, but I'll see you all at the after party. All my love, Veronica Green, XXX. So, um, yeah, it was kind of an interesting episode um, because we saw two queens uh, leave the competition. So um, I think we were talking about some of the rumors or some of the drama circulating some of the production because of this of this season that they filmed the episodes really fast and some of the queens did not get a lot of rest and they were pressured to like work really late hours and being that the bbc is a publicly funded network so there's maybe some legality issues attached to that if this is true um but so some of the information so far is just alleged because nobody has come out and said, yes, we were mistreated and we were made to work, you know, more hours than what we should have. So 
it's all alleged, but we will see how things develop as the season develops as well. Um, yeah, uh, some of the other news in Drag Race world. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Oh. Uh, there's some tracking performing at some town. I know. I think. <laughs> really? Right? Oh my God. Breaking news. There's some drag queen performing in some town <laughs> somewhere in America. Miley somewhere Cyrus in America. Somewhere there's some drag queen performing. <laughs> so tip your quins, Venmo them, PayPal, cash app them. Um, I know there was, uh, some drama with some of the queens pertaining to, uh, I forgot what it was but i think it had to do with uh uh somebody said something about someone you know it's always the same thing so um i don't know um i don't really have anything else to say yeah it's pretty quiet i guess yeah well you can cut off the second part of like some drama about some queens (laughs) (laughs) okay because that's like a given. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I am going to go see uh, Bianca Del Rio tomorrow. So that'll be fun. Of course you are. Yes. Tell her I said hey. I will. <laughs> I actually have VIP meet and greet. So I will be meeting Tell her. her. Tell her. I will. Two, I will. Probably a press two nation. She'd be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> tell her to like, roast you. Tell her Tell her to roast you. No, nah, that's stupid. I just, I don't know. Because I just, guess I was listening. Because you know she has a podcast, right? Yeah. And um she says that she she's like, Oh, it roast me. Like they said that if you ever want to come up to her and ask her something to be original. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> That's what it really says. That's I have like a day it. and a half to get like medicated and think about something original. So like, Oh Lord. Okay. Well, that brings us to well, prostitution halls. <laughs> prostitution whore married seven times forgot how many times she was married but you prostitution whore yeah that signals the real housewives so the season one i'm sorry the season 11 reunion of the beverly hills housewives starts next week and andy cohen everybody's like so excited about him because he is asking erica jane Girardi, whatever she is today, all the hard questions even asked her. Okay, so there's this meme going around. Basically, he was like, they've been calling Andy. They called him Andy. I know how much you make Cohen. And (laughs) the reason because he told Erica on this preview, he's telling her. Why didn't you leave? You know, he's like asking her, why didn't you leave him sooner? And then he goes, I know what you make on this show. So So he's like. Basically saying she has enough money. She could have left, you know, so she knew all this stuff was about why did she stay? And, you know, Mike, if that was a question, we don't know because the reunion actually comes out this this week. But, you know, they can edit the thing to make it more sensational. But the answer right. to that question, I would probably say is because if you're rich. OK, and let's say she's getting a million dollars a season on the Real Housewives. Rich. But if she's rich. married to a guy that supposedly at the time has 200 million in net worth and that's what he's you know they that's what the she's living a 200 million dollar lifestyle it's going to be hard for her to go down to a 1 million a year lifestyle and that's a big jump and you know you create people forget that you create bills and you create um you know where is she going to go because that was her question where am i going to go and that's when he said well i know how much you make but she's looking at it in the sense where yeah she could have left because a million dollars is enough trust me it is but when you're coming from well, 200 million and you're going down to yeah. a million, you know, that's yeah. a different lifestyle change because that's rich. But then you go to wealthy. You know what I mean? So it's like the rich <laughs> and then the uber rich. You know, it's like two different types of rich. Yeah. It's just like in regular people's sense. If well, you basically make, to them making a million dollars versus the 250 is like being broke at that point. I mean, because you have expenses outside of that. How are right. you going to tell somebody yeah. who's spending forty five, fifty thousand dollars a month on clothes? to cut because they don't know they no longer have a nine figure income you know what i mean so it's just like in regular people terms if you have a job and you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year right and then all of a sudden you take a pay cut and you well and you take a pay cut and you're making (laughs) thirty five thousand dollars a year 
It's going to be hard for you, right? You're going to say, how are you going to live? You you bought a house with this $100,000 a year. You bought a car yeah. with this $100,000 a year. And now you got to go to $35,000 a year. You know, that that's a big jump. And so I think that's what her sense was. But I am in no by ways Team Erica. I will say that. I don't know what I am anymore with her because I'm confused like everybody else. But I do feel bad for her sometimes the way people treat her because it's just like they had this poll like who wore it better, like uh, the reunion dresses. And she got like 10 percent of the vote saying that she did good. On the and it was a cute outfit, but people only rated her that low because it was her, you know. But that outfit was badass. If it had been any other season and she hadn't have been going through what she was going in, they would have automatically been like, "Oh, girl, that that dress was everything." So I just felt sorry for her in that sense. But in other Real Housewives reunion news, Nicki Minaj got her wish. Okay, so the Real Housewives of Potomac they actually filmed a reunion this week. And Nicki Minaj is confirmed that she has hosted the reunion with Andy. There's pictures of it. She's on Instagram, posted the pictures. There's a video of her and her hairstylist um, backstage at the Potomac. And the Potomac Housewives were actually, I guess, pretty happy with the outcome. They were tweeting, if you could not tweeting, it was on Instagram. If you go to um, Nikki's Instagram, you'll see pictures where she's posted with Andy Cohen at the reunion. And then you can see some of the Potomac housewives like Wendy and um, uh, what's the other? I forgot. Wendy, Karen, Huger, like they were all basically like you did good or oh, my God, it was so exciting. Blah, blah. We loved it. So, yeah, I'm really curious to see that. I don't know when the exact date on the Potomac reunion because they haven't even like aired the season finale yet. Um, but yeah. Also away from the housewives a little bit and into you know trash tv as well you know <laughs> 90 day fiance um jeffrey i don't forgot how to say his name pascal pascal i don't know if anybody pascal whatever he is a jailbird now because he should be moving on to love after lockup probably he's sentenced to 12 to 20 years in prison without parole oh my god i didn't see that or kidnapping for that assault. long yeah and Damn. um he didn't show up to the tell all last year for um i think it was 90 day he was on one of the spinoffs um 90 day happily ever after they had a tell all he didn't show up because of these allegations uh last summer uh he he couldn't they they didn't ask him to come on I don't know if you guys remember him, but I can't even describe him. He was the one that lived in the woods and then he went to Europe and met this girl. And then while he was talking to this girl, there was this other girl that had been friends with him for years and she really wanted him and she would throw hints. But for some reason, he wouldn't take the bait. And it wasn't until he had like a bad experience with this girl in Europe. And then he came back home and then the home girl went like head hills the one that always had a crush on him she like went in hard and i guess he kind of started talking to her trying to take it more than a friendship and then the home girl from russia i think that's where she was from she flew her ass to the u.s and went to his little tennessee backwoods cabin and she met the woman at the house and then they had this whole like fight like this whole like little fight and it was ugh, i was just don't know it was it was a mess and it and that's her, her name was uh varia varia Yes. Uh, Varia, she's from Russia. Russia. Yeah, she yeah. there you go. Confirmed. It, yeah, and <laughs> I remember uh, I mean, whenever the first time her. I was you look at him and you're like, "Oh, he's kind of cute, you know, just like a whatever." But then all this allegations started coming out. And then I was like, "Oh, he do look crazy." And you're more into him. <laughs> <laughs> Like all these crazy people that are watching like documentaries about serial killers. You're like, you know, I you mean, know, you girl, wait, you know, girl. when you go to jail, you're going to be getting so many fans from these crazy oh. women. You know, his friend yes. is going to be yes. like, they're going to, they want him even more now that they know that he's in But you jail. know what's crazy though? Like he, his allegations were rape abuse kidnapping like this is crazy he's things that not, the things that tlc should have looked for in a background check when they put him on the show apparently they do a background check right they're supposed that's why everybody's wondering how he broke through these allegations were before he even got on the show he was doing shit before the show so yeah 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 and where what how did he get on the show is what people were asking 
Mm. I don't know. But that's crazy. That is crazy. So crazy. My God. Well, good riddance. Oh, yeah. Sucks for I'm me. sure he's going to end up on another I'm sure he's going to end up on Love After Lockup. Yeah. Speaking of people being locked up in reality shows, did you see that um, Tiger King is coming out with a second season? Why? Yeah. Why? Uh, because people are like... Okay, do they not know that that was an anomaly and thanks to coronavirus that show succeeded? Oh, I don't know, but it premieres November 17th, so... <laughs> Fucking gross. I'm just joking. Kind of. Um, <laughs> you know how much money that show made? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, it and didn't so I'm it. not sure if this is going to... I don't know what this is going to cover, and I don't know how they... If they infiltrated into the jail or what's going to happen. But, you know, people are going to watch. I'm probably going to watch, too. But Yeah, you will. Yeah, I mean, I'm not vested in it. I'm just like, oh, whatever. We're going to do a Tiger King report. We're going to add it to the show, but it's just going to. No, I mean, you can do it if you want to. The Tiger King report. (laughs) Have like a tiger. Yeah, just have like, (laughs) have a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Like a dying cat. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. It's gonna be a Tiger King report. It's like, oh my god. Okay, so in case you missed it, on my block, final season is now on Netflix, and it's actually. I think I I'm enjoying it so far. It you know, on my block goes by so fast because the episodes are so short, and so you'll be like watching it. And like what would normally be two episodes on a regular Netflix series, you've already made it like halfway through the season. And so that time goes by so fast, but it's actually better than last season, I think, because last season got kind of dark. I don't know. I to me, because of the rest of the first and second season, third season seemed kind of like, man, it was a lot of shit going on. Dead bodies, like gangs, like it was like it got grittier and it was just different. But like this fourth season is a little bit more light. I do hate there's a spoiler. I don't want to say a character gets killed off the show and it really irritated. It really chapped my ass when they killed this character off because there was no reason to. I felt like so I was kind of upset about that. But it was nice when you can follow them on their social media and see that they're really alive because they are not the character. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on my block is on Netflix right now. Go ahead and stream it. And it's so cool because it's filmed around christmas kind of so you see them like in christmas stuff and you know it's kind of cool because they released this in october and not everyone watches these series right away so there's going to be a lot of people watching next month and in december when you're coming around the holidays so i thought that was kind of cute but um yeah oh monday speaking about the holidays monday is canadian thanksgiving so Mm. happy thanksgiving day canada a, um, that was probably the worst Canadian impression ever. I don't know. Mm, Drake <laughs> I mean, would not approve. I know Jimmy, <laughs> nor Poor Justin. Jimmy. Justin would neither. Or uh, who else is Canadian? Celine Dion, um, or Ryan Reynolds, okay, or Avril okay. Lavigne. Okay, okay, or, we got it. Oh my god, what's that other? Call me uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Who? Carly, is that the girl that had that song back in like 2012? That was she was discovered. Call me maybe. That's her. Oh my god, that song. She was was discovered by (laughs) Justin Bieber. Did you know that? Yeah, I think I read something about that. I get it. I, I, I. I, That's funny. I remember 2011. Like that was like a whole period for me. Anyways, period. um, (laughs) Period. That's on period. I didn't use that right. I know. Shut up. Okay. I, that's all i got this week i'm like i'm like tapped out i i shared everything i know this week you shared everything you know this week mm-hmm. um yeah isn't this weekend your pride mm. today actually i'm not going <laughs> <laughs> it's actually today you know what my cousin sent me a flyer because apparently deborah cox somehow they managed to get her to come to this little oh, um street 
what is it called? They're because they're not doing. I don't know if they're <laughs> doing. <is> it <laughs> no, okay. So normally, well, homosexual activities are they having? <laughs> I don't know. Well, probably like I don't know, but um, normally it's at a park, and it's like I forgot the name of the park. This is like big one, Discovery Green. So normally it's there, and it's up like a whole big thing. But since they canceled Central it and they park? postponed it, huh? You said it's like, at a park in Central Park. No. It's like, oh. it's called Discovery Green, but it's That's a big right, place. Is it? Yeah. Huh? Uh, what are you talking about? Anyways, uh. so <laughs> normally they have it there. Shut the fuck up, you bitch. Normally they have it there. And so this year, I don't know if they're still having it there, but I got a flyer from my cousin about the block party that they have every year in front of the Eagle. And so, but I don't think they're having it in front of the Eagle. It sounds like they're having it in front of Hamburger Mary's. I have no idea. It's just a gay conundrum right now. And they were saying something about Deborah Costa is going to be there. And I was like, oh, they got her to come in October. I was like, okay, Deborah. And so I figured she was coming too, because, you know, the humidity is a little low right now. So you ain't got to worry about your hair just fucking up. Like it is like good to be outside. And so I don't know think I'm going though. Mm-mm. I just don't feel like being around people right now, like that many people. And then like, you know how the gays can be, you know, we're bitchy and like, ugh. it's just too much for me right now. I'm just like getting older and I just don't feel like, take me to a lounge and give me a much. glass of like, I don't know. I just don't have time for like vodka soda at night. I just, I no, can't I understand it. it. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going and then the, the, today it's a little hot. <laughs> So, you know, I was just thinking about that and I just probably rather just the thing I hate about Pride weekend is that. Oh, my God. Here comes a homophobia. No, it's not homophobia. The thing I hate about Pride weekend (laughs) is that it's so crowded and you can't do things you normally do. Like I didn't I never go to the bars Pride weekend because it's everybody's there. The gays are there. The straights are there. The questioning are there. The LGBTQ is the, everybody. The whole alphabet's there. Everybody the wants to be prideful. Everybody. <laughs> Target is there. Like, come on. Everybody <laughs> is there. Sears, like all of them. Home Depot, like they're all there. And like, in the, in the, in the, he, girl, they are all there and they are hogging up the bars. You have to wait 30 minutes to get a vodka <laughs> and vodka and water. Like, I mean, and you're just standing out there and you're looking stupid. And it's like tap like, water. Yeah, they but you're ran so out. They just, no, you don't even no, realize no, it. No, girl. They don't, you ain't getting <laughs> fucked up. That's one thing. You will not be drunk because you can't get a drink. You're sitting there waiting. <laughs> the bartenders don't hear you. Like, it's horrible. Like, I was like, never again. I haven't gone out Pride Weekend in years because it's not worth it. This is what I do, though. If you're feeling festive during Pride Weekend, go out in the daytime. Go out before it gets dark. Go out during the parade. And during the actual Pride Festival during the day, that's when you go hit up the bars because everybody's at the parade and everybody's at the festival. And so you go to the bars and get your drink. But the last time I went out at night during Pride, it was horrible. There was a line around one of the clubs. Luckily, I knew somebody there and they had security let me in through the back door. That was the only oh, way I got into that bar. Girl, that was the, the only way I got in. That line was wrapped around the club two times and it was an hour, 45 minute wait. And people it's 11 o'clock at night and people are waiting for two hours to get into a club. I mean, I guess the good thing is that the club did have like an after hours where they they stayed open after two, but they just stopped selling alcohol. But like you're yeah. going to need a drink at two when you get in there. So what are you doing I mean, time at that doing? point, you're not even drinking alcohol. You're just like on K or you're on some sort of stimulant. Oh, is that what you guys something? are doing now? I don't think about that. <laughs> oh. uh, well, I mean, enjoy your pride from home. Uh, so I had forgotten about it, honestly. <laughs> I did until you brought it up. I was like, oh, shit, it is pride. <laughs> Well, it just doesn't feel right in October. You're just homophobic. You're just, no, just homophobic. I'm just, I'm not homophobic. <laughs> I invented homo, so I am not homophobic. <laughs> Have you seen that clip? Uh, 
I think it's uh, it's one of the late night shows. They go around and ask people in Hollywood Boulevard if they are uh, Homo sapiens. <laughs> oh my like, god! No. Yes. Was that Jimmy Kimmel Street? I think talk it was Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. What do you used to call it when they send uh, people out in the street? Yeah. Jaywalking. No, that was Jay Leno that used to do that. The Jimmy oh, Kimmel did something too. But Jay Leno did something. He used to call it jaywalking, and he would go down Hollywood Boulevard and ask people random questions that they should know the answers to, and they yeah. would make fun of people basically answering. But I think Jimmy Kimmel did come off with like a spinoff of the like the same thing, but he called it something different. I saw mm-hmm. that Homo Sapien one though, <laughs> people and people were, were so ignorant, like the yeah. stupidity of this country. Well, you know, they heard and the word they Homo think and we are like, number one, right? Can't even read and write. Um. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> for yourself. Uh, yeah, um, I'm going to a club tonight to see uh, John Dillinger. No, or Bianca's a, mom. No, just that's who are you going to see? <laughs> uh, John Digweed. Uh, the oh, DJ? the DJ. Yeah, I haven't heard that yeah. name in a long time. I've seen He's him been before. Years. Like, yeah, I saw him like two years ago. I think uh, oh one of the God, clubs I haven't here, heard so. of him in like ten years. I guess he's still doing it. He's Good still for you, doing Mr. it, Digweed. Yeah. Oh my God, is that a big? <laughs> No, it's a pen. Oh, I thought that was like one of those big pens, like the big, you know, those old oh, school no, blue no, no. ones that used to yeah, like no, so good. It's, this like is they had f- all that ink in it. Oh my god! Like they had the best. No, it's a pen, and it has like one of those little touch thingies, so I don't have to touch my oh, phone with it or my finger. I yeah, can use it. like yeah. the little rubber screen thing for like Rich. your Palm Pilot. Well, for your Palm Pilot. <laughs> my Palm Tree. Yeah, oh, Palm. Pilot, remember yeah. those Remember when it went so bad yeah. got one. oh my god they were horrible Let me tell i you. wanted one so bad never got one uh, they were like the worst so but i, like, I want a palm <sighs> go to the cage well you'll see a palm if you have nothing no, you else have to palms say. in houston you have some palms in houston i was talking about a palm <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. We'll just end this right here. It was lovely. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Want to see some more of us? Head over and meet us on Instagram. 